0: Hey, everybody. And uh, it's my pleasure to introduce you to the very first episode of the official Disabled Report. Um, this is going to be the podcast for our company called the Disables Network. Uh, if you're not familiar with us, um, we do advocacy work and spread awareness about disabled people and disability in general. Uh, if you would like to learn more about our initiative you can check out our website at uh www.disableist.com or org that's spelled d-i-s-a-b-l-e-i-s-t you can also find us on facebook at that as well and uh in the future too uh hopefully in the very near future we're going to have uh this podcast audio only versions uh, available on spotify and itunes and then last but not least Definitely make sure that you check out us on YouTube. Uh, We are at the Disablest Network, and uh, you can catch all the interviews that we do uh, for our show that are on the report on uh, the YouTube page. So make sure you check that out, and I will go ahead and I will let uh, the lovely Christine introduce our guest and the rest of our show.
1: All right, what's up, guys? I'm Christine, and today we are interviewing the lovely Brianna Tenassi. And our topic today is going to be about para-equestrian. And guess what? We're going to tell you all about it. You just have to stay tuned. So, Miss Brianna, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us
2: a little bit about yourself. Hi, Christine. It's so great to be here. I'm really excited to have this opportunity and thank you for inviting me on. Um, (laughs) My name is Brianna Tenassi. I'm a grade one para dressage rider and also a graduate student. I'm currently studying healthcare administration um, at South University and I will graduate with my master's degree in August and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I want to eventually work in a management position at a hospital or a clinic and so this will be my chance to do that and of course horses are my passion my hobbies so I do that along with school as well. Yes,
1: yes, and she has many, many accomplishment accomplishments. You guys, just wait until you hear all of them. <laughs> so,
0: so, what, what? Uh, Brianna, real quick, uh, what what is hip, what, what what was it called? Hippo hippo dressage. Paradressage. What well, what is that?
2: So, paradressage dressage is basically um, the equestrian sport of dressage adapted to um disabilities and the unique abilities of people with several different types of disabilities. Like any anyone can try it. Um, And dressage as a sport, the best way that I can describe it is dancing with horses because you're doing a routine together with different movements and um it basically looks like a dance when you're done. And there's even certain um, classes of competition that can be set to music, so then it really looks like you're dancing together, and oh, it's super fun to do and super challenge, super challenging awesome. as well. Um, awesome. And the um, a fun fact about it is that the prefix "para" in paraequestrian or para dressage refers to parallel, um, meaning that. People who participate in parrot dressage are regarded as parallel to um, able-bodied riders and we're held to a lot of the same standards for competition um, and everything. So it's really cool. Oh, awesome. Awesome.
0: Yeah, I interrupted you, Christine. I'm sorry. I just, I had no idea what that was. So I wanted to ask. (laughs) No,
1: no, you're fine. Um, On that note, since we're talking about it, can you tell us a little bit about your para-equestrian, I hope I'm saying that right, journey,
2: and what got you into it? So, um, I've loved horses since I was a little girl. Um, I first saw a horse on a preschool trip to a farm with my sisters. Um, They had gone on a field trip with their class, and there was a little um, palomino pony that was there, and I just thought that this little creature was amazing. So then, As I got older, I started to learn um, more about horses and about um, them as a species and about riding, Um, but I didn't actually get the chance to start riding consistently until I turned 17 years old, because that's when um, my parents found one of the barns that I go to called Quantum Leap Farm, and they really helped me um, start on my journey to riding and to competition. And it's been really amazing. And every, every day I look back at, you know, how far I've come to the start. And it's just been (laughs) crazy. The amount of growth that has gone on for both myself and the people that I know. So, yeah.
0: So how, um, how did you start from uh, where you were just going to the barn? Um, you know, I imagine just, just for hippotherapy, um, Mm -hmm. And uh, how how did you transition from that to actually wanting to compete in the sport?
2: So um, I had actually discovered sport back during the time before I started riding. It was about like 14 years in between when I first saw a horse and when I started riding. So like I actually found out about para and about regular uh, able-bodied dressage through YouTube. And just seeing those performances and everything else made me really want to um, pursue it because I realized that it was something that I could try to do, um, even in spite of the challenges that my disability um, presents. So I basically uh, the internet really helped me out with that. And I probably wouldn't have gotten into it if it wasn't for seeing those videos. So that's um,
1: good.
2: And then. Uh, It took me about two years. I wanted to give myself time to get used to being around horses and everything. So it was about two years before I started, and I officially started um, going into sport and everything to do with it in 2019. And I've been going towards those goals ever
0: since. Now, in terms of uh, hippotherapy, uh, you know, if if, people don't know, that is essentially, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's essentially like a, a type of physical therapy, but you use horses to do that, right?
2: Yes. So, um, hippotherapy is one of many types of equine assisted therapy, and equine is just another word for horse. Um, hippotherapy is when it's basically a lot of like how we would do physical therapy in the clinic, but using horses as a tool to facilitate those things. And then therapeutic riding, which is more specifically um, what I participated in and what helped me got into, get into sport is basically um, adapting like regular riding skills to a person with a disability and, and teaching someone with a disability how to ride a horse and the principles of horsemanship. And then there's also many other types of um, equine assisted therapy as well.
1: I know that um, from personal experience, hippotherapy helped me a lot When I was when I was about 10 up until I was 15, it taught me everything I needed to know and let me tell you you ladies and gents for those of you who don't know about it it can save your life and make all of the difference. Um, when I was a kid I had really bad posture and seating position because of my cerebral palsy and it totally changed my world. And let me also tell you, there's nothing like a relationship with a girl and her horse. It's like a whole nother level for y'all who don't know.
2: <laughs> it's a whole yeah. not- <laughs> I definitely <laughs> I can definitely agree with that. It's definitely uh changed me a lot physically. Like my body feels a lot stronger. And then also like it's helped me with Um, emotional and mental health as well, like I've definitely um, improved a lot with that. (laughs) And it's helped me through a lot of like difficult parts in my life. So it's definitely um, a huge thing and it's definitely life-changing. So thank you for mentioning that. No, of course. I, I know from my own heart where you're coming from. So that's why
1: it makes me so proud to see all of your wonderful progress. Because I know how much it changed my life for that short period of time that I did it as well. But on that note, what would you say um, is the greatest lesson that that hippotherapy and para-equestrian has taught you?
2: Um, There's definitely so many, but one that I'm learning a lot, um, especially recently, is to... Um, really be present and appreciate the small little um, accomplishments that you're making towards your goals because so often we you know only see the end and we only tend to, you know celebrate or get excited when we reach the final destination. But I've learned that it's really important to um, be present and to remind yourself that you're still making progress every day, no matter how, small it may seem in terms of the big picture um but I'm definitely learning more and more that every little thing that I do is helping so
0: and so for you uh the big picture is what like the Paralympic Games right like that's the big
2: Paralympic Games
0: how do you uh, how do you prepare for something like that
2: um it's a lot (laughs) it's a lot of work Um, I've had to separate it into several um, small goals so right now um, my main goal is to make it on the emerging athletes list for para dressage that's like the first level of um, athlete that they have Um, the other two are developing which is the next step up from emerging and then elite is the final one and that is um the level that most international athletes are classified at. Um, so in order to get on the emerging athletes list, I have to get a 60% or above on um at least two dressage tests that I perform uh with my horse. And um the other part of it was to receive a national classification um for pair dressage, which I have um and, like I mentioned before, I'm a grade one. I'm dressage writer, and we can visit more on the classification process later uh, if you guys want to know more about that too.
0: Yeah, I do have a question that we actually don't have a uh, written mm-hmm. out or anything. Um yeah. Is it really expensive to get into this? Um,
2: yes, unfortunately. um I've really had to like uh, thankfully, my parents have helped me out with some of the costs of like, lessons and things but especially the higher you go it does get really expensive so I do apply for a lot of grants and things to help offset some of the costs and I don't have my own horse right now but I know that once I get into that as well it's going to be a lot of um, financial uh, financial contributions to continue to care for
0: them as well. Yeah, we we actually wanted to ask you about that also. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. what is it like as a a disabled person? Because I've seen uh, pictures of you helping to care care for the horses, like brushing them and feeding them. So, like, what is what's that process like? Because I know I know because you uh, worked with me as my intern that your chair has like a seat elevator on it. Um, but you know, our viewers might not know that. So, um, Mm -hmm. what are the things that you do to help, uh, care for the horses at the barn that you're, you're working with right now?
2: So, um, I help brush the horses and then when I'm done, um, riding them or after my lessons, I'll give them, um, treats and things. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and then I'll also help lead the horses, um, sometimes if they need to be brought back in the barn. Um, but the way that I groom, um, if I have my, my power chair with me is I'll raise the seat elevator so I can better reach the different parts of the horse, especially their back. Um, because some of them can be really tall and so it's hard to reach. So I'll just raise the seat elevator so I can better, uh, reach different parts of their body. And then when I give them treats, because it's hard for me to lay my hand flat, um, Whoever's with me that day will give me like a bucket, and they'll put some of the treats in the bucket, so the horse can just eat the treats out of there. Um, and then, if I'm not in my, if I'm not in my power chair and I need to lead a horse somewhere, I'll just hold on to the lead rope and tell the horse when to walk and when to walk and stop. And the person who is with me um, will help push my chair through. The grass or whatever terrain is in the way because it can
0: sometimes get stuck. So, mm. I have one more follow-up question. And I know Christine's chomping at the bit to ask you something too. <laughs> um, how how much does that actually um, help you with your relationship with the horse?
2: It helps. Um, it helps a whole lot. Like every little thing that you do with the horse helps them to get to know you better, and then you. Um, also get to understand like the horse's behavior better, um, because you'll learn what makes them comfortable, what makes them uncomfortable, um, how they react to certain things. So everything that we do around them is contributing to the relationship that we have, um, together.
1: Gotcha. Awesome. Now I know you were, we were talking about, um, how you do your writing and different things like that. But another thing I'm curious about that I know you mentioned prior, but I'd like to dive into it a little bit deeper. How does being a writer and that experience with it help not only your body, but also your mind? Can you dive a little deeper into that?
2: Yeah, so like a, a lot of the big thing about horses is that you really have to be present with them and focused because if you're distracted then the horse can feel that um because horses are herd animals and they can sense when uh one person in the herd is off or in their case a horse but Mm -hmm. humans are part of their herd because we take care of them and so um you have to be really mentally present and focused otherwise um it can be um some dangerous things can happen or um, the horse won't do their job as well because they can tell you're not focused. And so it's really about training your mind to tune out all the other things that are bothering you and really be um, present and focused on what you're doing with the horse. And so it, it really helps you practice
0: mindfulness and being present. Yeah, that's really good. I imagine, too, that that helps, too, you know, with, like, you know, with everything in your life, you know, it helps you learn how yeah. to manage, like, school better. It helps you learn how to manage, like, if, if you have a day where your, like, muscle tone is, like, way more than it usually is, all that kind of stuff. Um, so that's great. We're, I think that we're running a little bit towards, like, the end of our time, but... Um, one cool. of the most important questions I want to ask you, because I know that as a person who is involved in the sport, as a, a para athlete, um, how can other uh, disabled people get involved with the para equestrian sport, like in general?
2: One of the biggest things you can do is um, this is what I recommend a lot of people do is if you really want to get um, into the sport, you can do like a um, Google Maps search to see. Um, what stables are are near you, and then you can reach out um, to each one and see um, if they have any availability in their programs. Um, because getting involved in therapeutic riding or hippotherapy or any aspect of equine assisted therapy is kind of like a stepping stone to getting more of the basics down to being with horses before you go into like a, a competitive or the competitive side of it. And so, um, that's really important. And then once you decide that you want to be competitive, um, you can, the, the main body for para equestrian sport in the U S is the, um, United States para equestrian association. And they have their own website and it talks about all the different disciplines of para equestrian sport. Um, what you need to do to get involved in each sport, like a guideline of how you can get started. And so that's a really great resource as well. Um once you want to, if someone decides they want to go
0: um, competitive. So well we'll also point people in your direction too. Yes. <laughs> if they come if they I, come I, at us they're asking us. That. Yes. Good, perfect. And then uh, uh yeah Christine you have one more thing, right?
1: Also well I added an additional question just because I'm curious and then I'll say my last question. Uh, this just popped in my head, but I'm curious as to how do you how do you balance it all like I said, I know you're in school and you do the parent question and I'm sure you have a hundred million other things <laughs> of all your accomplishments how how do you balance it all and do you have any tips for our viewers?
2: I just Honestly, I don't do anything crazy or special. I just try to make a mental schedule for myself and say like, okay, from this time to this time we have this going on and from um, this other time to this other time we're doing this. And so I try my best to stick to the mental schedule that I make for myself every day. And sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't, but I know that even (laughs) if it doesn't, I shouldn't be too hard on myself. And then I can just... know push whatever doesn't happen that day to the next day um so it's really all about just being forgiving with yourself and also like trying to and just knowing that even if you plan and it doesn't work out it's okay like
1: um well I have to say I am very very proud of you and I always have been and for those of you who don't know she was the runner-up for Miss Wiltshire Florida 2020. So that's another oh, accomplishment in her hat that she's <laughs> so proud of because I am. <laughs> um, and the other, the final question I had for you is if we wanted to um, get in contact with your barn or you to get more information about paraequestrian and the, and the great things that you do and competing and all those different types
2: of, elements, how could we do that best? Both barns that I ride at, Quantum Leap Farm and Emerald M Therapeutic Riding Center, each have their own websites. And um, Quantum Leap Farms is www.quantumleapfarm.org. And then Emerald M's is org. And so if you want to learn more about them, you can um, check their websites out and they have um, social medias under similar names as well. And then to follow my journey, um, you can follow me on Facebook um, at Brianna Tanasi or on Instagram at BT paradressage And one of the cool things about my social media is that every time I have a lesson, I'll um, talk about the different things that I did that day and kind of give uh, my personal reflection on it. And so it really gives you a cool perspective on um, everything that I'm doing in my journey and um, the different things that are helping me reach my goals. So.
0: Oh, it sounds like you're grooming yourself to be a coach in the future too. So yes. that's, yeah, that's I, I, mean. I
2: definitely want to um, to teach others and to use my experience to help others who want to be involved in the sports. So, absolutely. Awesome.
0: Well, everybody, you know, uh, if you want to get involved in the sport or if you have any questions, you can always ask us or ask Brianna directly. Uh, And if you're shy and you don't want to contact her directly, you can ask us and then we can get to her because I, unfortunately for her, have her contact info. Um, So anyways, uh, thank you all so much, Brianna. Thank you so much for being uh, our first official guest on the Disabled Report. Um, we have, uh, one in the bag, uh, now, uh, that Brianna's here, we will obviously have, uh, you know, a recap with her at some point, because we know yeah. that you're going to go on and continue to do like incredible things. And we want to learn more about the sport and, and uh, and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, thank yeah, you like again. There's,
2: there's, sorry. I was just going to say, like, there's so much to talk about and it's difficult mm. to, um, say it all in such a short amount of time or get into a lot of details
0: so that would be fun too um, yeah. yeah yeah. and if you want to know more though you can check uh, check Brianna out like I said on Facebook or go to um, our Facebook page or uh, you know just contact contact Christine or I um, so anyways everybody uh, thank you so much for tuning in to uh, this inaugural episode um, we will be back uh with you very shortly we have a ton of interviews booked um for this month and next month and already starting even on the month after that so make sure that you stay tuned um subscribe to our youtube channel and follow us on facebook and look out for us on spotify and uh on itunes so for the Disablest report and uh as an extension for the Disablest network i'm kyle i'm christine and we'll see everybody in the next episode take care
1: Bye guys. <laughs>